0: Welcome to the Gravity Technique podcast. My name is Kaz, and I'm the creator of the Gravity Technique, which is a bridge between the face meltingly boring science world and the practical application of how your body actually works. I've spent 20 years researching anatomy and movement, so you don't have to. And this podcast is where I deep dive into debunking, de jargoning, and myth busting some of our most common ailments. So if you're ready to feel empowered and take responsibility for your own health and well being, let's get started. So, this week, I really wanted to talk about um the adaptive body. I get asked a lot about you know because I talk about feet so much and the how we need to have this functioning foot and we do need this functioning foot it's the it's our foundation and and we should look after it and take it to the gym and you know all these things that we talk about with this flexible dexterous um, foot that that is a good foundation it's quite a small surface area for quite a tall structure so with that in mind I talk about feet a lot because you know this is quite often the root of our pain it's the cause of what's causing us pain Um, but also there's this there's this thing where the feet are kind of just slightly neglected. We put them into shoes at quite an early age and then they just sort of get left left in there. And and you know, apart from to for some of us to paint the toes, we don't really get involved in the feet. But so and then people come to work with me and then we start talking about adaptability of feet, flexibility of feet. And then the question that usually is arises from that Is well, is this it? Do I never wear shoes again, or do I now need to go and get barefoot shoes, or you know, do I never wear heels again? And actually, this led me to thinking because it leads us back to being intelligent about the adaptability of our not just our feet but our body in general, you know, if we. If we have a foot that is always used to just one, one shoe or one type of shoe, then that becomes a habit. And re- Repetitive movement is repetitive movement. I've said this before. All repetitive movement is repetitive movement, whether that's sitting at a desk, which is instantly where we're drawn to, or actually is repetitive movement your weekly yoga class that you've been going to for years or the way that you get in and out of the car or the way that you lift the kettle when you're going to fill up your cup of tea. So with that in mind, is wearing the same set of shoes a repetitive movement? And I think it is, because for many of us, we give up wearing the, the nice shoes. I and mean, we were coming up into, into Christmas next month, and, you know, I hear the same thing. Oh, I used to wear those shoes, but I don't wear them anymore. You know, women particularly, I don't wear heels anymore. My feet just can't take it. Or something has changed in the body where we don't have that adaptability to change the environment under our feet so dramatically. Um, And I love a good pair of heels. And that is a dramatic change to the environment for me when I'm not wearing shoes most of the time. So it brought me back to thinking I was reading an article on neuroplasticity. And this is adaptability of the brain. So neuroplasticity, we know that we can continue to learn and change and forge new neural pathways. And it's generally accepted now that we can do that right up until the late stages of our lives. We can continue to um, change those neural pathways. We can continue to build new connections within the brain you know we want to do our brain training and our sudoku and all these other bits and pieces that are recommended to us now to keep the adaptability and learning uh, potential of the brain but with the body it seems to have gone in a very different direction there's this acceptance of old age and decrepitness which to me is quite alarming because you know if if we can accept that our brains can continue to change and grow up until our final day why do we then start tucking a tartan blanket around our knees at age 55 and saying oh there there granny you stay in your in your chair and and you know we allow the body to lose its potential for elasticity elastic recoil but mostly that adaptability to the environment, that we continue to build muscle, to build bone density, to put ourselves in different environments of heat and cold and, you know, Being indoors, being outdoors, all these different environments that we put ourselves into, where our body has to adapt and change, to put ourselves in situations where we're moving in a different way. Maybe take a week off from the yoga class if you've been there for years and years and go and try some Tai Chi, or maybe, you know, try some strength training. So it's all this, you know, we get ourselves into habits. So to come right back round to the, the feet, people say to me, oh, you know, is that it? Do I now just have barefoot shoes? We need to be intelligent about what we're walking on, but also we need to look at the adaptivity of our foot to its environment. Can we have an elastic foot that will fold happily into some quite slim, maybe quite high-heeled shoes Can we fold our feet into Cuban heels maybe? Can we, you know, if we're used to having this broad foot, can we slide that into um, something that would be maybe something towards an Italian looking shoe which is sort of longer in its oblong shape? And then after we've done that, can we then take the feet out and restore them to their natural shape? And it's this adaptability that we seek to maintain to restore and then retain through the whole of our lives through the gravity technique you know we we want the feet to wake up we do the tennis ball rolling and the golf ball rolling of course to wake the tissues up initially and then to start promoting that slide and glide to start promoting that elasticity to the tissues so that we can put the feet into varying degrees of environment whether that's you know, hiking boots, which are certainly more heavier than other shoes, or into, you know, ballet pumps (coughs) excuse me, or into something like ballet pump pumps or flip flops, where we now have to create the arches of the foot as we're walking. And if we relax or collapse completely, then the arches of the feet will drop away in that environment. So it's really challenging ourselves to look at our bodies in a different way. As I say, if we can accept that neuroplasticity and brain changes happen up until our final day, can we not accept also that your body is a highly intelligent, self-healing organism and gives you permission to build muscles, to build bone density, to keep everything lubricated, sliding and gliding and moving well up until your final day? Can we accept that we're never stuck where we are? We can put systems and processes in place that cause us to move in a very different way. Our environment has been changed so much now. I was in the supermarket the other day and I saw um this person and they just they put their shopping in the boot of their car and then he reached up and he pressed the button on on the boot um and the boot closed for him and it just you know one of many many environmental changes that we've made for our convenience but I thought gosh you know we don't even have to reach up and pull down on the boot of our car anymore so and that got me thinking as these things do because I don't get out much obviously um but, you know, I was thinking about this on my way home from the supermarket. If I never reach up for the boot of my car, when do I reach up? And actually, the answer to that is actually now very rarely. There, re- there really isn't that time. I remember going to see my sister-in-law. Uh, at the, She was tending her horses. And she's moving these hay bales. And these hay bales, hay bales are really heavy. She's moving these hay bales and she's putting them in a rack that is far above her head. She's swinging these things up over her head and she's putting the hay bales in the rack. And I'm thinking, well, this is is a great movement. She has some significant upper body strength as a result of doing this repetitive movement, as you would if you were strength training. And we know now with the menopause information that's coming through that more and more strength training and load-bearing... Um, is really important it's really important for the health of our bones it's really important for the health of our joints and of course for our fascial fitness which is where tgt comes into it all you know that's all we talk about now is fascial fitness because of course that encases the the joints anyway but we are now limiting our our environment to a point where we're just not moving in any more than a really limited set of movements would I would even hazard a guess of maybe it's six sets of you know, six different movements that we complete in any one day. If it's easy any as much as that. But you know, when was the last time my team loves to do it, when was the last time you hung through a doorway? I know it's very naughty and you get told off by your mum for doing it, but, you know, when did you stick your arms either side of a doorway and hang through the doorway and feel that stretch to the pecs that is so satisfying for some of us? You know, when did we last put our hands above our head and swing on a tree branch and really take the weight of our body down through the arms and really feel that stretch in the underarms? And, And we just, you know with the advent of all our conveniences vacuum cleaners and push button boots and all of these different things that we just don't need to do these things anymore so it's really important that we do so the gravity technique that I wanted to share today um, with regards to adaptability was to really feel your feet we need to get involved in the arms and that might seem paradoxical in nature but You know, if you put your hands, if you take your arms above your head and drop your shoulders down. Remember that your arms are wrapped around your ribs. They're not connected through your shoulders into your ears. So really imagine that your arms really drop down through the shoulder blades, through the front of your body and wrap around your ribs. If you take your arms up there and just place the back of your hand into the upturned palm of your hand. And it's kind of, it's a bit monkeyish. Um, you know, you can make nice circles with the with the hands, palms facing up towards the sky. And if you make circles like you had a duster and you were making circles on the ceiling, really feeling how the arms connect into the ribs, how they um, affect the, the ribs, how they pull on the rib tissues. And then from there in standing, just allowing the palms to go up towards the ceiling and just seeing if we can hang the legs down from the underside of the ribs hang the legs down from the the spine now your legs are buttoned into your spine all the way up to your mid spine T12 which is the base of your ribs so if you're playing with that we can really allow the legs to hang down and then just noticing your feet because if you walk around and you know do this at home in a safe space where you haven't got anything that you're going to bump into or trip over but if you let the legs hang down and you don't look at your feet, because when with the arms up over the head, the gaze has to be forward, now you feel that the feet have to roll a bit more, that the toes have to get a little bit more involved in the environment underneath you. You have to feel the floor a little bit more. This creates lots of space in the spine and does lots of other things as well. But for this particular gravity technique, I think just play with... Can you allow your feet to really feel the floor? What does it feel like? If you're on carpet, is that warm? Is it cool? Is it fuzzy? If you're on a yoga mat, is that, you know, plasticky? Is it sticky? You know, just really feel that environment underneath you. So the answer to the question, and you can bring your arms down when you're finished, the answer to the question do i now just you know only wear bare feet or do i never wear shoes again somebody uh, had a lovely comment on one of my videos for one that you know is are you saying we never wear shoes ever again well no absolutely not but can you feel your feet in your shoes can you feel your shoes under your feet and can you feel the ground under your shoes under your feet and then can we change that environment Can we make that um, a hobnail boot? Can we make that a stiletto heel? Can we make that, you know, different variations? Can we make that a sandal with a very thin sole? Can we make that a ballet pump? You know, can we make that a wide shoe or a slim shoe? And can we allow our feet to adapt To that environment, to that shift in body weight, particularly with heels, the body weight gets shifted forwards into the balls of the feet. So how do we then, and this is a great practice to do before you go out for your festive parties, can you put your shoes on? Notice where they throw the body weight and how the pelvis responds. Notice where the body weight is thrown and notice how the head responds. And then can you shift your pelvis back over your ankle and then notice how that feels in your shoe. And that might help your shoes to stay on a little longer at the party. But also you'll notice you'll need to lift up through your pelvic floor, lift up through your tummy and lift up through your ribs just a little bit more to take the weight out of the feet. We have to work a little harder to have our feet in a very different environment but your feet and your body are highly adaptable we can mold ourselves to our environment if we are called to do it and this is a great great thing because all of this stuff gets fed back to your brain and it fuels your neuroplasticity so just some things to think about this week and I'm always interested to hear you know different opinions on this so always send me your Send me your comments on this. Send me your emails. I'm always interested to hear your comments and your questions. But just have a play with that. If we truly accepted that your body is a highly intelligent, self-healing organism, adaptable to its environment, able to mould itself into any environment, where do we start with that? So if your feet are a bit stiff and sticky, as always, get your tennis ball out and just roll from the heel through to the toes very gentle you can do it while you're sitting and watching the tv but really work with you know can we get the spread can we get the softening to the tissues can we allow the feet to become sensitive and dexterous again outside of the shoes and then ultimately inside the shoes So if you're interested in deeper diving into this work the next fascia informed course is uh, happening in January which I'm really excited about it's for movement teachers and manual therapists um, and the doors for that open on Monday so really excited for that so that's January 2023 we'll be embarking on a new fascia informed course workshops happening every month as always and the weekly membership if you want to come and move your body in a different way you're very very welcome to come and get involved into the gravity technique weekly groups that happen on zoom we just explore that you know what does it mean to take our arms over our head and move in a very different way what does it mean to explore the connections of the legs up into the deep waist and how we can improve our range of motion, our flexibility, our strength, and we build some muscles, we build some bone density. It's a real education space for that. So you'd be really welcome. um, Come and visit us over at Uh, www.gravitytechnique.com forward slash links for everything that you need. And thank you so much again for listening this week. Pop some comments to me. I'd love to know what you think. And let me know how you're getting on with testing your adaptive feet.